We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Boom, a five-star quack for Dan Lanning and the Ducks. Time to break it down. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, and we got a breaking news episode of the podcast as five-star wide receiver Gatlin Bear has committed to Oregon. Dan Lanning and the Ducks are as hot as any team in college football. And joining me to break it all down, is my guy Spencer McLaughlin. Spencer, how the heck are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. Always, always busy in uh, in the weekend times during hoop season, and that's the only way we'd rather be. Well, I am so glad that you could take some of your time out of your busy schedule to talk some ducks with me. Uh, we were just—I was on your show earlier this week, but these ducks definitely keep us busy. So I'm glad that you could come on and and break this one down with me, get some instant reaction. Uh, I know that it's been a little bit of a, a wide variety of reaction from Oregon fans, right? Since this happened, I think you have some fans that are on one side saying, oh man, this is awesome. We're unstoppable. Five-star wide receiver recruit coming in. And then on the other side, you have, well, he's not coming for another two years uh, because he is indeed going to be taking a two-year mission trip. So the Ducks are going to have to wait to get him in Eugene and, and with the team. But man, what's uh, what's your reaction to this news? Yeah, I think it's the caliber of player that Duck fans have come to expect to see commit to Oregon. And that goes for really any position group. You know, I think this is someone who brings it brings a lot of high level traits, especially his speed. You see there on YouTube, if you're watching the the leaping ability, the ball, the ball skills that he's got as well. But really, his just his foot speed. He's a track guy, uh, I'm pretty sure, and and if memory serves, and he's just someone who I think Oregon was you know has been targeting for a while. Certainly was helped with the uh, departure of Jim Harbaugh and Jay Harbaugh to the NFL because Harbaugh went on his uh, his brother's staff. Jay Harbaugh was his primary recruiter at Michigan, so that opened the door for Oregon, and they've been able to to walk through that door, and that's a really good thing. You know, even if you look at this as the first recruit for 2026, I mean, how much stronger of a start do you want to get off to? Uh, this is an explosive playmaker and someone who, you know, Oregon fans should be excited about, to be sure. I do understand 
the you know fans who say why you know what what are we talking about this guy for i i can't get excited for someone who's not going to be around for a couple of years and that's completely fair but we always have an eye to the future you, you know because if you don't you look at what's happening in washington right now they didn't recruit at a high level for a couple of years and then they had a very senior laden team and then guess what happened they don't really have anyone else waiting in the wings they have a couple guys but certainly not you know, one that allows them to compete at a conference championship level as they did a season ago. So, you know, this sort of stuff matters. Recruiting, you know, for 2024 is is all done for Oregon. And you're looking at 2025 and 26. And you want to just keep stacking those classes together so that you've always got depth, so that you've always got talent. And I think that's what Gatlin Bear represents here. Gatlin Bear is a tremendous player that is going to join an Oregon offense that has just been uber productive i think is the way that we can describe it spencer you got two thousand yard wide receivers and troy franklin tez johnson this past year franklin's going to be heading off to the nfl draft and tez johnson wants to run it back one more year after really just kicking things into high gear in the second half of that season in 2023 um but i think that with bear committing to oregon the ducks are getting a really really solid player and Certainly, I see that. I thought he was going to score a touchdown on that cutback play, and I was I was about to go berserk. Run, run that one back again. I mean, like it. I mean, it's not a fair fight for him to go up against the kids that are trying to guard him in high school. You know, like his speed is just ridiculous. But that that cutback play, I thought that was about to be a touchdown, and I hadn't watched all of his huddle highlights, and that was a new one for me. Sorry to cut you off, Max, but that was just that was just almost an astonishing for those listening on podcast. He's down near his own goal line. He catches a tunnel screen, and then the defense kind of takes it away, and he decides to reverse field. He runs back towards his own end zone and all the way to the other side. He ends up picking up like 30, 40 yards on the play. Yeah, here it is. Here it is right here. So they set up quick screen to the far side, good cut block, but then he's swarmed by the defense, and then he runs back, and then he jukes back again. He's all the way back to the five-yard line. Then he veers the near side. 10, 15, 25, 30, 35, and out to the 40-yard line. Like, you just, you just don't see a lot of athletes like that, even guys that are that are four-star recruits. He, he's, he's some kind of player. He is a special player for sure, Spencer. And I think there is obviously an element to his game of just get him the ball and let him run. But this is why I was so excited to make that trip out to Texas, right, and see him in the Adidas All-American Bowl because – we can all acknowledge that Idaho isn't the the best football state in the country, right? He's not going up against premier talent week in and week out. Um, and that's not a slight to Idaho. That's just the reality of it, right? But when I saw him in San Antonio, he was holding his own and then some against the best defensive players in the country. He proved that he was not just a speed guy. He was someone who was technically sound. He was a good route runner. He had solid hands. He could create separation all those things that you want in a wide receiver, that's what you're getting with Gatlin Bear. And I think just an icing on the the cake here, I mean, I really enjoyed getting to interview him at the time when, when he wasn't committed just yet um, because for a guy that had as much mystery and like intrigue around his recruitment, he, he doesn't do a whole lot of interviews. Just an awesome kid um, who you know had a smile on his face and was just grateful to be going through the process. And I think he also strikes me as a guy who uses his platform to elevate his teammates, which is really, really uh, refreshing to see in today's game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, his quarterback looks like he can he can make a couple of throws. Uh, I, I don't know who his quarterback is, full disclosure, but 
you know, somebody's getting him the ball. And I think what, what you see when you watch his highlights is not a ton of contested catch stuff, but very much uh, a yak guy. And I, I am reminded when I watch him get off the line of scrimmage and the fluidity with which he moves of Troy Franklin. That, that's, that's who he looks like to me. And I think Franklin is someone who, when he first got to Oregon, was not a big contested catch guy. It's not, you know, what he did. He was a good route runner. He had good speed. Every now and then they, you know, threw the ball uh, down the field. I remember in that 2021 Alamo Bowl, it was all about, you know, unleash the skinnies with Dante Thornton. And Thornton, of course, transferred to, to Tennessee. But then Franklin did get unleashed in, in, in 2022 once we saw the downfield ability. But, you know, Bear, Bear is just somebody who... You get the ball to in space, you know, as Will Stein likes to say, feed the studs. And I, I think he's he's just someone who takes the top off the defense. And you always want to have that sort of guy around the football. And, and I think that that's – was that him throwing a pass or is that him catching the pass? I think um, that might have been a throw. I think that was a throw. Yeah, he's number one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he he does a little bit of everything. You know, he's got highlights uh, play, playing defense as well. So – uh, yeah, I, I think this is, this is a great get for the Ducks. And, you know, a- anybody that Junior Adams thinks has got potential as a highly rated recruit, that's that, that's good enough for me. Oregon's 2024 class was already historic, Spencer, but they continue to climb the rankings here following the addition of Bear. Uh, I like to look at the 247 rankings. They are now up to the number three overall class, or not overall I was going to say overall composite, but they have it overall and composite are two different things. But let's let's uh, I'll pull that up here uh, on the screen in just a second. They have, you know, the, the best class keeps getting even better. Uh, pulling it up here. They have the number three class on the composite. Uh, and it doesn't figure that there's going to be any movement now because all the top 2024 guys are signed. He was the top uncommitted recruit in the country. But uncommitted. He no hasn't more. technically signed though yet. I think he's yeah. going to sign his NLI on National Signing Day, which is next week. Yes, yes, absolutely. So we'll we'll uh, continue to you know follow those uh, developments. I guess I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, he's going to sign next week. Um, but he'll be the second five star in the class according to two four seven, along with Elijah Rushing. He did get bumped up to five star status on both two four seven and on three following the All American Bowl, but. Can we just talk about the wide receivers in this class, Spencer? Because it is absolutely ridiculous. You have so, so much talent at the position. Um, you have Jeremiah McClellan, who flipped from Ohio State. You have Ryan Pelham, who flipped from USC. And then you have uh, Dylan Gresham from San Jacinto and, and Jack Ressler as well from Southern California. And if you could even talk about Evan Stewart, the former five-star from Texas A&M if you wanted to just a truly, truly elite haul for junior Adams. Again, we understand that bear won't be here for another two years, but Oh my God, this is a heck of a haul at receiver. Yeah. I mean, you just look at that position group and say, Oregon is set for the next couple of years. I mean, we don't even know, you know, what the full potential of jury Dickey and Kyler Casper are. Cause we haven't seen it yet. I'm really high on both of those guys. And I, I think they'll be on the two deep. I don't know if they'll be number one, but we'll see what Dickey's able to do. He's certainly the the most highly touted recruit in that room. I, I think maybe even more so than Evan Stewart. Uh, that that's probably a depending on who you ask sort of discussion. But you know the narrative around Jurion Dickey coming out of high school was he's got the highest floor of and a high ceiling, but the highest floor of any wide receiver 
you're going to have in the country. And I think that for Oregon, their their receiving hall is really, really good. You know, they've got A.J. Pugliano at uh, a tight end as well. But you, you put Barron in the mix and, you know, he's really a 2026 guy. Okay, you know, so I know Oregon is set for 2024 at the wide receiver position. I, I know they're going to be set at 2025 because they've got all of these guys who will, you know, the majority of whom will probably redshirt for, for 2024 or something close to it and then be ready to go in their second year because then you'll lose Gary Bryant Jr., you'll lose Treshawn Holden, you'll lose Tez Johnson. This is a position Oregon needs to be loaded up at going forward, and I think that they're doing a good job of acquiring talent from the high school ranks, and that's going to allow them to continue to just have a, a lot of weapons available for, for whoever's playing quarterback. And, you know, these are the names that you want Dante Moore to get chemistry with right here, right now, because these are the guys that he's going to throw the ball to in 2025. So Gatlin Bear is going to be taking that two-year mission in the Dallas area. And you said a little bit earlier, Spencer, if this is the start of the 2026 class, that's a pretty darn solid start. But, uh, I mean, until we see something super official, the Ducks actually already had a start in 2026 with Tony Cumberland, but it looks like he is planning to reclassify. That's what I was told uh, the last time I spoke with him. Granted, that was a while ago, but I'm going to still consider – uh, Tony Cumberland, a 2026 commit for the Ducks. He is a five-star defensive lineman out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, I am going to be heading out to Arizona next week um, for the U.S. Army Combine um, and then to see some buddies out there. But um, the Ducks do have a really good start in this 2026 class with Tony Cumberland, but a lot of time between now and signing day for him, obviously. But definitely seems like a, a fitting first commitment for Dan Lanning and the Ducks seeing that they are prioritizing that line of scrimmage. Yeah, I mean, they always have, right? And that's what you'd expect. Lanning was, I think, the linebackers coach slash DC at Georgia, and he was the linebackers coach before he got promoted to defensive coordinator. And, you know, Tosh Lupoy, his recruiting prowess goes back for, you know, the last decade and a half in this sport everywhere that he's been. So I don't think it's any surprise. And I think it's just representative of the priorities that Dan Lanning has when he's building a roster, he wants to be dominant up front, you know, certainly along the offensive line, but specifically along the defensive line, because that's what he came to know at Georgia, right? You know, he he, he went to a, a place and dominated with a front four that featured guys like Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter and Travion Henderson, or not Travion Henderson, Travion Walker, who was the number one overall pick for the Jags, you know, N'Kobe Dean at the second level. Like, they, they just had a bunch of dudes they had a bunch of dudes all over the place in that front seven, and that's what Dan Lanning wants his team to look like defensively every single year, and I think that's what Oregon fans should expect. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Talking with my guy, Spencer McLaughlin, host of Locked on Ducks and Locked on College Football. He has a new Twitter that is at SM or at S McLaughlin CFB. So I wanted to make sure to plug that. Um, let's talk a little bit more about bear and then talk about what's next. Um, Spencer, more specifically the, the wide receiver room in Eugene as it stands, because I want to talk a little bit more about Dickie and Casper. It is pretty crazy to like to get caught up maybe in the 2024 recruiting class and the guys that they're bringing in at that position when you look at it through the lens of, oh yeah, they actually have Jerry on Dickey, a former five-star guy and Kyler Casper who reclassified from 23 to 22 and was a total red zone end zone mismatch kind of guy, um, you know, physical freak, but we haven't seen a whole lot from either of them. Um, so it, it's, it's just interesting when you look at it because you still have these weapons that are already in Eugene and have been with the team, but Maybe maybe we're going to see some of these guys from the 24 class, Jeremiah McClellan, Ryan Pelham, Dylan Gresham, Jack Rutt, like they're all already enrolled with the Ducks. So maybe we'll see some of those guys, you know, push some of the people that have already been around. And, and that's really your job as a coaching staff. Get those guys here, get them developed and rolling, and then you hit the recruiting trail again and find guys that can beat them out. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really curious to see what happens with Dickey and Casper just because – Guys that are that talented and that highly recruited rarely are waiting until year three to have meaningful playing time. And I mean, Casper reclassified, I know, and maybe he, you know, views that first redshirt season as I didn't expect to do anything. I'm not, you know, seeing that as, you know, a, a lost opportunity or anything. But if Casper is again buried on the depth chart, I mean, maybe he's got a great relationship with Junior Adams and the staff and wants to stay with Oregon and, you know, be one of the premier guys in 2025. But, you know, with Gary Bryant Jr. and Treshawn Holden there, I, I don't know if Casper is going to make a jump on the depth chart. I, I haven't seen anything to indicate that that's the case. You know, he's come in and mop up duty, hasn't really been asked to do a ton. So I, I think that for Oregon, the receiver room is good no matter what. I'm just curious what happens with individual guys. You know, Dickey's one of the most hyped receiver prospects in the history of Oregon football, quite frankly. He's the second highest rated wide receiver commit ever, second only to Cameron Colvin. But Cameron Colvin, his career was okay. Like he was a you know good player, but he wasn't anything unbelievably spectacular. Troy Franklin, who's the next highest rated receiver recruit ever, he was spectacular and had one of the best seasons and careers any Oregon wide receiver has ever had in the history of the program. So I think for Oregon, their their depth is going to be there and the talent's going to be there, but it's going to be a competitive battle because Jeremiah McClellan is a really talented guy, and Ryan Pelham. Now, they Pelham's got a little bit of a different skill set because he's on the smaller side. I don't think he projects necessarily as an X receiver. I think he's more, you know, a Tez Johnson type. But I think that for for Kyler Casper, he you know fits the mold: six four, six five, long strides, great leaping ability, good ball skills. You know, I thought he should have gotten a touchdown in the Portland State game. I thought the officials took that away from him. But the the potential is there. We've seen it in the spring game. We've seen it in mop-up duty here and there. It just 
hasn't materialized for him to move up the depth chart. So I wonder if he ever works his way into the fold. And I, I wonder how Jurion Dickey works his way into the fold as well. So now we can kind of, uh, you know, not clean our hands, but put a little bow, nice little bow on the 2024 class. Uh, now that Gatlin Bear, yeah, I guess once he officially signs, right? But for all intents and purposes, 2024 is wrapped up. Um, we talked recently about how 2025 is on the clock. And Spencer, now that's what's next for Oregon are these 2025 guys. And they're in the midst of their second junior day. They had a junior day last weekend. But I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, Spencer, the visitor list. But th this is one of the very, very best collections of talent I've seen Oregon host in one weekend in the six years that I've been covering this team. Like it is truly that crazy of a weekend. You got two guys inside the top 10 um, with, with DJ Pickett being one of them uh, in, in this 2025 recruiting class, a, a top guy out of Florida. Um, I am complete. Oh, Decorian Moore is the other one. The five-star LSU wide receiver commit. Both those guys are on campus. You got, I think I counted it nine top 150 guys nationally that are also on campus. So I think right now, if I had to talk about maybe a next to commit for Oregon, I would go with Deshaun Brame from Derby, Kansas, a six, six tight end who is in Eugene right now. And um, I think that this bear commitment comes at an interesting time because I was maybe thinking it was going to be Brame first. Uh, so now we're just looking at what's next, but it all, it all kind of lines up. I was talking yesterday on the pod. It seems like a dam is about to break. Uh, for the Ducks on the recruiting trail, specifically as it pertains to 2025. So now with Bear in the fold, I think all eyes are on Deshaun Brame. Yeah, and I think for 2025, you know, it's hard this at this stage to have a great feel for, you know, where the priorities need to be because you don't know who's going to leave. You're going to have transfer, transfer, transfer portal departures. You're going to have guys that you could have seen playing in 2025 in a big way decide to leave. Look at Cole Martin, for instance. I think he would have been a prime candidate to play nickel for the Ducks this year. They wanted Brandon Johnson from Duke instead, and Martin didn't want to be a number two, so he goes to ASU where he's probably a starting player on that defense because we know he's supremely talented. And I, I think they're just, you know, that's just one example. Dante Dowdell, he, like nobody saw that one coming, or Keith Brown once upon a time. You can't always know. So I think the objective for Oregon in 2025 in the interim, uh, until you have a good idea of what uh, of what to do there, and of course the coaching staff knows better than we do, is understand that you know you just want to go get talent wherever you can find. It doesn't matter the position, doesn't matter the you know how many guys you got here and there or anything like that. Just go get the most talented players that that, that you can find and kind of establish a good recruiting base to make yourself attractive to the more high-profile guys that, you know, will, will hold off their commitments until the summer. And I think it's an interesting point because, you'll like, if you get a guy like Brame in the fold early, one of the best tight ends in the country, I think he's a top 10 tight end in the 25 class, if you get some of those high-profile guys in the fold early, like him, like Dallas Wilson, the receiver, Achilles Smith Jr., the quarterback, it gives you leverage and the ability to be selective with with some guys that that you also have recruiting um, in, in the 2025 class. So I think Oregon's in a really good spot with a lot of 2025 guys um, here now that we're in this big weekend. And, and I think they're going to continue to 
uh, ascend uh, the rankings with with maybe some commitments coming here in, in the near future. So I put Cooper Perry as one of my next guys, the 2025 wide receiver out of Arizona. But I think Brame is, is maybe a little bit more uh, likely to uh, hop in the fold. So we'll see what the, what's next for Oregon. But boy, it's a huge weekend. And to have Bear pop without even be a vi- being a visitor, I think it just speaks that there's bigger things on the minds of, of this Oregon coaching staff, Spencer. Yeah, and you know, there was uh, a tweet that went out. I can't remember if it was, I think it was from you talking to a recruit in the 2025 or six cycle down somewhere south. It might've been someone else, it might've been you. But anyway, that uh, you know, he, he was looking at a couple other schools down in the, the southeastern footprint because of course, and then he was asked about Oregon and, and he basically said, well, of course I'd wanna go to Oregon. Like, it's Oregon. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that yeah. So so it was you. Um, was it Jeraylen McCoy, uh, the the five star defensive lineman out of, out of the state of Mississippi? I think that brand power for Oregon remains very very strong and very very defined nationally, especially with Dan Lanning and Tosh Lupoy on staff. So I I think the Ducks are going to continue to bring in high level talent uh, at, at every position they can. And I think they're really really capable of doing so, especially on defense. Absolutely. We're waiting for that first defensive commit for the Ducks in the 2025 class. All four commits so far are on offense, but Gatlin Bear is going to be playing his college football in Eugene once he wraps up his trip. And this is a perfect end to the 2024 class for the Ducks. History uh, made, not even in the making, history made for the Ducks. Um, Spencer, appreciate you hopping on the show today, my guy. Always great to see you, but before we get you out of here, let the people know where they can find you and everything you've got going on. Yeah, I'm on X, formerly known as Twitter, at S. McLaughlin CFB. I host Locked on Ducks and the newly minted Locked on College Football show for the last couple of weeks uh, and going forward, of course, on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. It's Monday through Friday, all year round, talking the biggest stories in the greatest sport on planet Earth. And Max, it's always fun to drop by, my guy. Absolutely, absolutely. So make sure you guys tap in with Spencer. Does a lot of awesome stuff. If you want to find more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mtorissports. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Oregon Football Max Taurus. Read me at ducksdigest.com and share the Ducks Dish podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. But until next time, thank you so much for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.